Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For all things, for all things KC, for everything Chiefs. It's always, it's always game day in Kansas City. Now, here's your host, Kayla Kinnearum and Cody Tapp. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. I am your host, Kayla Canaram. Joining me and back from vacay is Cody Tapp, my co-host, and producer Nick Schwert. Cody, how was your week? We missed you. It was good. Uh, well, it was kind of good. Like, so I took off that Thanksgiving, and that Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I was out sick, and my family was sick for a week. Oh, we no. missed family Thanksgiving on Thursday. I made dessert for my family. We missed it on Friday. So it, was, it wasn't and, and continued until eventually we caved and everybody had to get antibiotics. Better now. <laughs> hey. So part of vacation ruined via illness. I was just going to say, Cody, you look great. And I wasn't sure, you know, if you went somewhere tropical on vacation, like maybe you're a little tanner than I'm used to seeing you. But I'd actually it just dawned on me that you removed that thing from your face that we'd been seeing. Yeah. 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 The beard's gone. Oh, hey. so, well, beard, I showed Nick some final photos and it actually started to almost connect, uh-huh. but it was going to take another like, three to five months. And I wasn't willing to put in that amount of time. Let's be very clear about that. The month mark is usually the awkward stage, man. You were right about to blast through it. No, I wasn't going to find out. <laughs> Maybe I that- think there might've been more than a month worth of awkwardness for me. Um, I didn't even notice. You couldn't on video. You couldn't even see it. You had to be in person to witness it. Okay. Just making sure I'm not missing something. (laughs) Well, Cody, we're glad you're back to good health and back with us guys. We are, we're sad Chiefs fans. That one was a bummer. Bengals 27 chiefs 24. I, we had that, like there was just stupid mistakes. And first and foremost, the Bengals offense did absolutely whatever they wanted four quarters against the chiefs today. Well, I mean, and that's the problem. They spent what was, I'll admit, a super entertaining week of shit talk because <laughs> you almost never get that out of the Chiefs in general. That just doesn't happen, right? You don't hear it. They don't say anything. Andy even came out on Friday and was like, we don't do that. Like all of this reason. So they had all of the reasons in the world to shut Cincinnati up and they couldn't. They didn't. They missed a million tackles. Samaj P. Ryan went off. Jamar Chase still got his on third and 11 for the final play of the game. They could still have their moment and give their offense a chance. They once again could not get the pass rush home and did it. And the problem is, it's like for the people who did the most talking, those are the guys who got picked on. They picked on the safeties the entire game. And for whatever reason, for all the reasons we can later talk about how Cincinnati is the Chiefs kryptonite, the Chiefs have had a good pass rush this year and simply cannot get to Joe Burrow. So it's just the same thing. They talked a lot and simply did not show up in any way tonight. Yeah, and it's so weird because this, like you look at the final score and you say, okay, you gave up 27 to 
one of the top five offenses in the NFL. So I guess I would have taken that, but it's the way the game had a massive fourth down stop, right? I mean, on the Carlos Dunlap play, not like the final score. If you go back and look at the box score, it doesn't look like the chiefs defense was terrible, especially considering the opponent, but it's the situational stuff that I think is going to stick with you. It's not being able to get the stops when you needed them to. You thought that that turning point at the end of the first half was going to be this big momentum swing. And, for the mm-hmm. offense, it kind of was because they came out and had a touchdown drive to open the third quarter. And it felt like this is the same story we've seen so many times this year, which is the Chiefs go down big early in the game. All of a sudden, they get a big momentum change. Mahomes goes off. You had the touchdown. That's what sucks. The touchdown from Mahomes, we're going to forget about it because of the fact that they lost this game. It's not going to be that iconic play that you wanted it to be because the defense situationally came up short time and time again. Samaj P. Ryan went for 100 yards. He did whatever he wanted. You said it perfectly, Kayla. This offense did whatever they wanted. That was a special game by Joe Burrow. But even to that extent, there were plays to be made. The one that, that sticks with me is, is the Jamar Chase one. Like, he had four uh. defenders surrounding him, and he, he ends up getting a first down on what was a crucial third down conversion for the Bengals. So you can go through the box score and look at the stats from the Bengals and try to draw conclusions that way. But we saw that game play out. It was just bad situational football. The Bengals made plays. The Chiefs defense just never did. Other than the Carlos stop, that was the only big play they made as a defense. Nick, I almost tweeted at you on that Dunlap stop because that was your player to have a big game. I know. So Friday's pod. Cody, you missed it on Friday. My like when we made our predictions, I said big homecoming for Carlos. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment I said, look, he there. That was one of the best plays I've seen the Chiefs defense make all season long and didn't end up mattering. It I mean, that felt like and it look, it changed the momentum of the game because till that to that point, Cincinnati really had control. They were getting ready to have even more control, and that made that game feel even, right? It's like, all right. We're back at half. Things are washed. The Chiefs go out and get that touchdown to start the second half and you're good. But it's like, I, I know that it's really easy. It's really easy to blame the defensive coordinator anytime some defense shits the bed. But that Jamar Chase play is the exact example of what you're talking about and why this game was not on Spags. It wasn't a game planning issue. It was very simply execution. They couldn't tackle. Nick Bolton, you, you mentioned the Jamar Chase one. Nick Bolton had a third and four. He had the defender. He had him in his arms. He's their most sure tackler. And while he technically made the tackle, he allowed the guy to get away from his grip near his legs, lunge forward for that extra half yard and convert it like and and the penalties too. like whether we think that they're look, I I think the, the pass interference call on Trent McDuffie is a bad call that leads to a touchdown. I don't think that's pass interference, but it's. But it got called. And then in that same drive, you get more chance to pin them back and you get called for roughing the passer on things that we don't think should be roughing, but are by the rule. And you know that you can't land on them. Stallworth knows you can't land on them. That's just the way it is. So it was like missed tackles and penalties. Like it was all of them. I, I know we'll talk about the offense in a minute. Maybe they weren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but the defense gave them no chance. You know, in the first half, they only really got three possessions, the Chiefs' offense, because the defense was on the field the whole damn time just getting beat up every second what was it like was it second and two like every every time every every single possession because it felt like that tonight 
I mean, we've kind of talked through all of these already, but which play will stick out in your head after this game? Probably the final one, the third and 11. I mean, you got the sack. They never get to, they never get to Burrow. It doesn't make any sense. They can be pass rush against other teams. They can't get to Burrow. Uh, Cincinnati's got something to figure out. Why is that? There's, look, there's no good logic. They don't have a good offensive line. They're not good at protecting Burrow. I think some of it is Burrow is a gamer. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but but Burrow is a big-time player who loves playing in big-time games. So when he gets against Kansas City, he just becomes more evasive. Like, he does the Mahomes things, right? Like, he just, he avoids more in those moments, especially against Kansas City. But it's like, that's the play that kills you. You fought, you got, you know what? You got gifted a sack because Cincinnati ran a shit play. And then you're just sitting there ready to scoop up a free sack. Cool, free sack. It's third and 11. Just get there or stop Higgins and you couldn't do it. To me, it's, it's the Jamar Chase first down. Like they felt, and I get it. Like he is a special player. And that's one thing that we need to yeah. sort of talk about with the Bengals in general. And when we're talking about the Chiefs defense, the Chiefs defense was bad today. It was. But the Bengals offense is special. The talent that they have is second to none in the NFL. Yeah. Second to none. And that was without Joe Mixon. Samaje P. Ryan went for a 106. So maybe that doesn't exactly make my point. But like Jamar Chase is a freak of nature. He is a top three wide receiver in the NFL. So I get it. Like he's going to make plays, but he doesn't have to make all of the plays, does he? Can there be one time where he doesn't make? Like, he had the ball mm-hmm. yards behind the line of scrimmage. There were four Chiefs players within five yards of him and only two Bengals blockers. The numbers are in your favor. And nobody, I mean, that was a bad, Juan Thornhill was, go back and watch that over and over again. Like, I don't know what Juan Thornhill was doing. And for him to go on Twitter after the, after the game and say that people need to be more supportive. Hey, this is kind of the job, dude. You get paid millions of dollars. You're going to get criticism when you don't make plays. That is the one to me that swung the game. Like you had a chance to get them off the field and you didn't. The silver lining, Nick, is kind of what you're describing on that play is where the Chiefs are right now based on how they built their defense. Because, you know, like, you know, you follow smart football people who actually know what they're looking at, like former NFL players. And they're like, you know, part of the problem here is Joshua Williams job is just to shove his man towards the sideline. So the Jamar Chase can't go over there. Don't give him that spot. Shove your guy over there. But he's a rookie, right? He's a fourth round rookie who only started playing after like three injuries to the corners happened. They decided they liked him better than Fenton and they went there like they like. I feel better about this poor defensive performance than other ones still, because I still will excuse young defense does young defense things. That's why Reed is so frustrating in it. You're the veteran. Stop getting run over. Stop, you know, don't miss tackle. Not you. Joshua Williams makes a mistake. Trent McDuffie gets called for a hold. These are all things, you know, even hell, Thornhill. He's like, you're four in this league, but he's still not like the, not even the Justin Reed caliber of safety, or he's not supposed to be yet. Like, you have to do your job. They don't have that many leaders on defense. They were double-teaming Chris Jones the entire game. Like, so it's on the veteran pass rushers, and it's on the very few veteran guys who play in the second and third levels on this defense. The, the reason why that play, and maybe the same, you, you're, the play you mentioned is the same, Cody. The reason why those plays stick with me is because those plays were a microcosm of the entire game. Yeah. Take a tackle. Just make a single play. And the Bengals made a play. Like that throw and catch from Burrow to T. That is next level. Perfect. I mean, that that's the kind of stuff that Mahomes does to teams. Like, oh, you think you have me? Dagger, game over, we win. Mm-hmm. 
so weird being on the other end of that to just <laughs> what can you guys do anything? And at some point, and maybe we'll get there eventually with Burrow. Maybe we should already be there at some point. You do take a step back and say, is this just kind of what he does? And sometimes you're just going to get, yeah. got. but it's, it's frustrating in the immediate aftermath because it feels like there were plays to be made all night long. And that Jamar chase one was the perfect example of it. Like you, you couldn't get the stop, right? You're not beat yet. You're not beat. He's right there. There are four of you. One of you guys bring him down and nobody gets close to him. And he picks up the first down. And that was the ball game. I'll admit, I think part of the reason that this game is extra frustrating. There, there's a couple of reasons. One, because they keep losing to Cincinnati, which we can get to, right? Same team yep. over and over again. But also because, truthfully, I felt like this was the only losable game left on the schedule. So it's like, you just get past this one, you get to coast free. I understand that it doesn't exactly work that way. But two of their next four games are against Denver. Denver is so atrocious. My favorite stat from the entire year is that Russell Wilson is still pacing behind, having less passing touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his house. He's still behind <laughs> the current rate. He's going to have to average a little more than one passing touchdown per game if he wants to get to that elusive more passing touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his home. Yeah, they got them 12 twice. Bathrooms. Twelve bathrooms yeah. in his home and eight passing touchdowns. Who needs twelve bathrooms, Mister Unlimited? Mister Unlimited. No. Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited but between that, Seattle, who is tough, but I, you know, Kansas City's better than and at home. The Texans, um, who are the worst team in the NFL, and the Raiders, who will give teams a fight, but it's the last game of the season. At that point, it doesn't matter. It's just like, oh, you let the one that was like the one game where I was kind of worried, right? You knew they could lose to Cincinnati. Everyone else, you're just like, they're better than all those teams. Going back to the play that sticks out for me, it's the Kelsey fumble. This is not a knock on Kelsey. We all know his talent. He is the best tight end in the league. Might go down as the best tight end of all time. But I think that completely changed the momentum. Obviously, you know, they get a score out of it. So that's the one that I once that happened, I was like, this sucks. I don't feel good. My stomach hurts <laughs> for me I think was a on the next drive. I mean, they kept showing Kelsey on the sidelines and you could tell he was just pissed off. And knowing Mahomes, I was like, okay, well, he's just going to force feed Kelsey. And this is where Kelsey goes and wins you the game. Like we've seen too, where guy makes a mistake. Mahomes immediately comes back to him. And with it being Kelsey, I'm like, oh, well, he's about to go off now. And it just, it never happened. They, so, because this is a tough day to judge where the offense is because, again, they only had the three possessions in the first half. They scored on two of them. One of them stalled out in the red zone. Okay, a little bit of a disappointment, but you're going to kick some field goals along the way. The other one was a touchdown. And the other one, they got beat up by penalties. They converted a third and 15 and had it called back because of a pair of penalties that cost them that, and they eventually had to punt. Okay, pretty good. Scored a two or three or drives every time. Not bad. Second half, immediately scored a touchdown. Feels good. I feel like, you know, we're we're close to that. But the Kelsey one, it's uh, it's it's just one of those. It's just one of those plays where he almost never makes it. So I refuse to like overly bury him for it. It might've cost him the game. So what? He doesn't ever do that. Really quick. We move on. What grade would you guys give the chiefs offense today? And before you answer, we had 349 yards of offense was, which was the fewest since week three against Indianapolis. Mahomes was 16 of 27 for 223 yards, passing his fewest since week 13 of the last season. Um, and the Chiefs offense was humming with three straight TD drives before, as we just talked about, the Kelsey fumble. Uh, 
B minus. I mean, I it certainly wasn't a good game, and the the fumble kind of burns them because now they you know they turn the ball over a lot. We don't talk about it a ton, but since week six, as they called out on the broadcast, nobody has turned the ball over more than Kansas City. But I thought honestly, I thought Mahomes um, was was pretty good in the game. I don't think he missed a lot of opportunities. I think his biggest miss was probably that sack or the Butker field goal. Looked like maybe he could have run it there. But honest to God, he's supposed to have time. Like, it's a three-man rush with his super expensive left tackle. So, I don't know. He's supposed to have time there is what it felt like. I think that's why I, I you know, I, I felt like it was like a B-minus effort. They ran the ball pretty well. Most of their weapons showed up. Kelsey wasn't a big factor. But, you know, they were okay. MVS had some big plays. They were okay. They just weren't as good as Cincinnati's offense today. That's why it looks worse. So the Chiefs had six and a half yards per play today. Pop quiz. What do you guys think their average is yards per play on the season? Eight. Kayla, you have a guess? (laughs) That would be pretty historic. Um, (laughs) Their average yards per play this season is six and a half. Exactly how many. Oh, which ranks. First in the NFL, which goes back to what I was talking about with the defense stats for this game are going to lie to you. You go back and you look at the numbers, you're going to say, well, six and a half yards per play, exact same amount yards per play as the Bengals did. And I hate the the time of possession arguments. Yeah. When people talk about time of possession mattering, this is the type of game that is a perfect example of why people say that. And the reason why time of possession mattered was because the Chiefs defense couldn't get the Bengals' offense off the field. Chiefs moved the ball fairly well. They should have had three more points with the Butker field goal, and they should have had potentially three to seven more points without the Kelsey fumble. I would give them a B, but the problem is that when your defense plays as poorly as they did today, B from this offense is not good enough because a B from this offense is still moving the ball as efficiently as any offense in the NFL. They just don't have the points to show for it because the Bengals offense was consistently on the field, moving the chains, picking up first downs. That's why I got to look back at this game and I said, I don't really have much to say about the offense. They did a fine job. It wasn't perfect, right? You didn't have a huge game from Juju. I thought they went away from the run game a little bit, but that seems like small fries compared to the real story of the game, which is I, I don't think the offense had enough opportunities. That's it. They just mm-hmm. weren't on. That's what I said. Like they just weren't on the field enough. And and here's they punted one time. Like I'm not. I'm not going to come on here and be like f. Do more offense with that one punt. Like what do you mean? Mahomes kept them on the field consistently. They had two big fourth down conversions. Hell, that extra effort from Juju on the one fourth down conversion was incredible. He was beat. He was not going to get to the edge, man. He just had to lower his head and try to beat the guy to the stick, and did. They had good execution on those. They. They had one drive fall apart in the red zone where people were like, oh, too cute. Same stuff. You know the drill. And they kicked the field goal, but it wasn't a bad offensive performance. It was just, I'm, tell- I'm telling you, if you look at it, it just wasn't good as Cincinnati's. That's why it stands out. But there, I, I know I sound like it gets kind of tiresome because you're like, oh, it's a broken record conversation. But it absolutely is not. Because you know what it is? It's this team's Achilles heel. They lost a turnover battle. Again, they lose it all the time. They constantly lose the turnover battle and win games despite it. That is no way to live. I wouldn't any like if I if I asked every NFL coach, if I asked them all, 
I said, what is the single most important stat for whether you win or lose this game today? I think at least half would answer turnover differential. Because that's, that is how you win or lose games. That's how they lost this one. Like, it wasn't that they, they, they get the yardage. The yardage difference between Cincinnati and Kansas City is the difference between them continuing to drive after the Kelsey fumble and them not continuing to drive after the Kelsey fumble. They are fifth worst in the NFL in differential. They're minus four. They've given the ball away four more times than they've taken it away. The teams below them all stink. Cleveland, the Texans, the Rams, the Colts, and the Saints. That's the company you keep. Like, and, and I, look, I'm not going to surprise you with the best records in the NFL. Eagles, Vikings, Ravens, Cowboys. These are the teams that sit near the top. The seat are the, the 49ers who had a big win. These are the, Cincinnati who has a plus turnover to her. You can't lose that and win. That to me, that comes down like that was the biggest mistake the offense made was that one play by Kelsey. 